Man, look at the weather out there. Man, look at the weather out Man, there. Man, it's so nice out there. Man, it's so nice out there. Good night, it's cool. Good night, it's cool. Wait, do I hear an echo? Wait, do I hear an echo? Stop mocking me, Stop Gracie. Stop mocking me, Dad, Gracie. <laughs> cue the jingle, baby. I'll cue the jingle, baby. You know what time it is. Time for another train wreck. Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast, a podcast exploring church revitalization, church planting, and other Southern Baptist goodies for your ear holes. I'm Matt Hensley, the pastor of May Hill Baptist, and I just celebrated eating my 2,000th waffle in a row. And I'm loving the mountains, I'm loving the cooler air, and I am glad to be joined by Kyle Bierman. Who are you? Uh, well, I am Kyle Beerman, the pastor of First Baptist Church in Alamogordo, and uh, the desert, still hot, still feels like a dumpster fire down here. Uh, <laughs> according to you, I mean, you know, so everybody down here in the desert, we're like, man, things have cooled off. Like, like we, we did a thing in a park last night, it was only 98 degrees, and we were rejoicing that it was only 98 degrees last night. You're um, nuts. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's just because you you've gotten soft up there in the mountains and used that's to true. the cool air. <laughs> but we're both pastoring fantastic churches in southern New Mexico and bringing this podcast to you so that you know what not to do as you learn from our mistakes. Your mistakes. Your oh. Mistakes. I'm perfect. Remember this. But yes, this podcast is sponsored by the Christian Standard Bible. So you could say, as we often say, that we are the official podcast of the Word of God. We love the CSB because of its blend of readability and accuracy and encourage you to check it out at csbible.com after the show. Nice pause there. So, yeah, I was looking to today because yeah, you did you you did that. Okay, so we're switching. All right, I got it. I got it. Today we are talking about pastoring and parenting. So we're gonna take a lighthearted look at the struggle that we might face when we're preaching our hearts out and look up to see one of our children's doing something naughty. So Matt, now I know that's never happened to you, right? It's not like you've ever had one of your daughters mocking your every word. Nope. And it's not like you've ever had one of your daughters maybe even mimicking your every movement while you're preaching, right? No, never, never. Okay. okay. No, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, that's too soon. Oh, this, too this is too fresh on my heart. Uh, because yes, um, I, I thought my daughter was going to meet Jesus on Sunday. Now, this is your youngest, right? So she's this what, is, seven years this old is, right now? Yeah, she's seven years old. I don't know how old she is. She's just something <laughs> like that. But I, I'm sitting there preaching, and and I'm just rolling. We're having a great time. You know, the the church is engaged in it, and and I'm I'm just rolling. My, my hands are flapping around like they normally do. I'm yelling a lot and all that kind of stuff, and I kept hearing an echo. And everything I was saying, I would I would hear an echo, and I'm thinking at first, you know, there's something wrong with the the sound system. And I look right in front of me, and there is Gracie and all of her cute glory mimicking my every movement and mocking my every single word. <laughs> and so I said, like mid mid sermon, you know, mid sermon, I'm I'm in the middle. We're talking special revelation uh, this past Sunday on uh, Psalm uh, chapter 19, the second half of that that text, and and I'm just in the middle of it. I, I'm trying to do this so that nobody even notices, and I'm just rolling through it. And I'm like, Gracie, stop, or you're going to go to my office. And the next words that I hear 
or stop, or you're going to go to the office. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. And, and I, I about lose it. I about climb over the pulpit and I, I just, I, I give her the look, you know, every dad has that look, you know, the, the look you, we had it growing yeah. up. That's right. You know, your, your parents had it. My parents had it. Every parent has it. I gave her the look and I just pointed and, and like her eyes got really, because she was just playing. She wasn't yeah. trying to be disrespectful and she was doing, unfortunately she was doing what I taught her to do. We uh, mimic people all the time. That's right. uh, we, you know, we'll be standing there as people are talking and playing around and, and I'll be, you know, mimicking their every <laughs> single move. And, and so she was only doing what her daddy taught her. But in the moment I, I about sent her to Jesus right <laughs> then and there. And so she, she wasn't quite sure if I was serious. And so I said, no, go, go to the office. And, uh, and I looked with a look that could have killed her right on the spot. And she she walked back to the office and then just picked up right where I was and wow. and just kept kept rolling and and yeah it was it was awesome and I actually had a lot of compliments after the the service from folks that said you know yeah. think that that could have been handled much worse uh, in in another one of those ways <laughs> that it could have been worse was just ignoring it and and not following through and all of that so it was a great opportunity to really set the the example for my church of you know lovingly but firm and calm yeah. just handling yeah. the situation and dealing with all of that stuff later and she finished writing a hundred sentences that said uh, I will listen and pay attention during church. And a few of my friends said they're going to give that assignment to church members or to deacons. Hey, and so that's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, whatever, works. <laughs> whatever works, man. And so listen, in full disclosure, like I knew a little bit of that story, um, like, cause I'd seen you post it on Facebook. That's the first time I'd heard that she repeated the, you're going to go to my office. And so oh. like, li listen, if you're listening to this, like my reaction was totally genuine. Like that was not set up at all. I had no idea that one was coming. Um, oh man. That, that's, that's one of the best stories I've heard, man. Um, and so but yeah, we've got some more. So we've I, got some yes, more we to do. Share. Now, now my question is like, did, did any of you, like, did your church members lose it? Like while you're doing this or like, did they have the, you know, the, the parental wisdom to know now's not the time to laugh because it's going to encourage this behavior. If, the, if I do the, the, the best way to describe their reaction would be, it was all visible. Like okay. they, I, I think they knew the parental wisdom not to to lose it audibly, but I could see in their faces some of them almost biting their tongues some and and just brain. like, oh man, <laughs> like this this is interesting, <laughs> like this yeah. is great, and and some of them I don't think knew exactly what was going on. You know, some we we actually had uh you know a full section, so there were people all the way down to the back of the sanctuary so some would not have even remotely been able to right. hear what had actually <laughs> happened they just see me you know say something hey you're going to go to the office and the next thing they know i'm pointing so yeah. for all they know you know she's just picking their nose you know they they don't have any idea yeah. what truly yeah. happened so there was some just genuine like yeah you know apparently something was bad enough to warrant her heading out but no real clue right. what actually and, took and, place and to be clear this uh, this was on a sunday night so yeah. not not like a packed sunday morning um, which would, so maybe by God's grace, like this was not a packed Sunday morning because at that point that would have been a whole new dynamic, man. I'm just, That's, I'm just grateful for God's restraining grace hey, in that moment because I think you did well. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did well. <laughs> All right. So I, as you I said, appreciate we, the encouragement there. <laughs> yes. Hey, good, good job. So, <laughs> so as you said, we have some stories from some other uh, pastors and PKers who, who, who submitted stories in a Facebook group that we're in. So we're not going to give any names, but, but we, we picked out a few of our favorite stories that we saw. Uh, just, you know, that pastors get to deal with because we don't, we don't stop being parents on Sunday mornings, right? Now, our wives might disagree with that to an extent. <laughs> that, that sometimes, you know, they're, they're, they act as single parents um, on Sunday mornings. But we, we interact with our kids as well as, you know, we're not just their pastor, but we're also their, their uh, parent even on Sunday morning. So we, we pulled out some great um, stories. And so, Matt, I think you're going to start with one if I... Yes, and this this is one that I could totally see my kids doing. And and just before we get started, one of the things we want to do uh, on this episode is really talk about the balance of parenting and pastoring. Though we don't claim to be experts in either one sure. by any uh, stretch of the imagination, but here's one that I could totally hear or see my kids doing. And it says this: My dad has been my pastor all my life. On Sunday nights, he would move a small podium up halfway down the aisle and teach from there since there wasn't many people or there weren't many people. We've always stayed in with that teaching because we were the only kids in a small church. He was teaching and had a bad habit being the young preacher he was saying, um, a lot. Um, um, maybe this was Kyle somehow. Uh, and he said, um, a lot during his sermons. Well, that particular night I started... <laughs> that particular night, I started counting the ums because I was bored and a kid. As I was counting them, it suddenly, for some reason, it struck me as funny and I let out a chuckle. My mom gave a quick glance at me, and, and I think we can all picture what that glance was, and it shut me down. Then I couldn't control it anymore, and I started to laugh. That made my mom start to chuckle, and before you know it, we were both laughing somewhat under our breath and getting glares from Dad. Funniest part was Mom had no idea why I started laughing. She just couldn't help laugh because I was laughing. And let's just say Dad was not as thrilled. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. Um, all right, Matt, here's one maybe you can relate to or, or the old Matt could relate to. Uh, so this one says, when I was 10... I got scolded from the pulpit. I was a fat kid. My friend, my friend I always sat with at church was not. It was cold in the sanctuary that fall morning, as all sanctuaries should be. Uh, so we did what kids do, pulled our arms inside our shirts to warm up. <laughs> After I'd warmed up a bit, I decided to push my arms back through my sleeves to wear my shirt normally again. I ended up being a bit too fat. And my shirt a bit too small to accomplish the task. So my arms were stuck halfway out of my sleeves. And I looked like a baby chicken with my little arms, arm wings waving around and me scrounging to get my arms out. Now, keep in mind, dad's preaching. So my dad saw this from the pulpit with his son acting goofy. So he stopped the sermon and said, son, come spend the rest of this message on the front row. I stood up quickly and ripped the back of my shirt, <laughs> forcing my arms through quickly as I headed to the front. You know what that makes me think of? All right, I'm gonna I'm about to bust out a '90s uh, movie reference here. 
I bet I know what it's going to be. Yes. That guy in a little coat. Man, this this one is uh, hilarious. It says, while he was preaching, a child started throwing a huge fit. The mother was trying to take him out of the room, but he was grabbing every pew on the way out that he could, and she would have to pry his hands loose of each and every one. She finally was able to pick him up and carry him out of the room. As the door was closing, he yelled out, y'all pray for me, y'all pray for me. And the entire church lost it at that point. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I've, I've heard that story a couple of times in, in a couple of different scenarios. Um, I, I feel like that's something that's happened multiple times. <laughs> Kids being carried out. <laughs> pray, pray for me. All right, one more, and, and then I'll share a, a personal story. So, so one more, and this is great. Um, so this guy says, Sunday night about a year ago, my middle daughter fell asleep and was out like a light. Uh, after the service, my wife tried to wake her and she wasn't stirring. Um, we might have some deacons that can rival that. And so, oh, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. Careful. So, careful. <laughs> he said, we had everyone go out to the foyer and I woke her up and told her that it was Monday morning and everyone had been looking for her all night long. That's, that's clever and cruel. Like I'm impressed and offended all at the same time that you would do that to your that, precious daughter. <laughs> that, that's like one of those rapture jokes. You could pray on a dispensationalist or something, man. <laughs> you could you could really mess with somebody. That's great. Uh, Kyle, yep. Kyle, I need you to spill the beans. I shared mine okay. to, to kind of reveal that maybe my kids are, are evil and demonic. Yep. Not, not really. My kids are great. Uh, that was one of the first times that I've ever had to get onto them during a, during a service. But I shared that story of Gracie. Tell, tell us some stories about uh, your kiddos. Yeah. So I've got one. Um, and as I was sharing with you, like, like I tend to, to kind of get in the zone when I'm preaching and, and I purposefully don't spend a whole lot of time looking at my family. You're because, a terrible, yeah, terrible father. Because I, I'm afraid, like I'm gonna, and and a lot of times, like we we have we have children's church during our during our sermons during the sermon here. So so a lot of times my kids are out during the sermon part. But but even like Michelle, like I'm scared to look at her for fear, like she's gonna give me like like a look, and I'm gonna start laughing or or something like that. So I just don't like, and she might be trying to mess with me the whole time. I don't know because I can't look at her um, because it makes me nervous that I'm going to start laughing. So anyway, uh, this was at a previous church up in Clayton, New Mexico, and and that church is split level. So you go uh, like up the main stairs to the sanctuary, and then the fellowship hall is in the basement directly below the sanctuary. Um, One Sunday, uh, Haley was, I don't know, four or five uh, or something like that, maybe. And um, uh, Michelle was downstairs helping some of the ladies get a potluck together. And Haley was down there helping her. And uh, so, th- so they were down there. And, and this is this is really sweet because Haley had uh, like a quarter or something she wanted to put in the offering. And um, she, she said to Michelle, hey, I, I brought this and I want to put it in the offering plate. And Michelle said, well, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, we're down here. Uh, but if you wait, we'll do it at the end of the service. So Michelle gets busy um, working on something with the potluck, turns around and Haley's gone. Hmm. And um, what had happened is Haley climbed up the stairs to the um, to the sanctuary and came in the door and and she she comes up right as I'm praying like to so I'd read the passage or uh, I think I'd read read like my opening scripture and I was praying and she comes up and like stands right beside me on the stage 
And um, so, you know, I mean, I get I get done praying and and I noticed that she was there. And so I just I just tell the, the congregation, you know, um, excuse me for just a second, muted my microphone. And, and I just held down. I was like, sweetheart, what are you doing? And she just goes, I wanted to put this in the offering. And she she handed me her offering. And then and I said, oh. Okay, thank you. Um, and, and all I'm thinking is, uh, mom's gonna lose it, right? Because she has no idea where Haley is. So, so like as Haley turns and and goes out, and Michelle meets her as she's coming down the stairs, and, and Michelle said she just goes, "What did you do?" <laughs> Haley goes, I, "I took my offering to dad." <laughs> she was just trying to worship that's, mom. That's Come right. on, man. That's right. And. And, and so, yeah, so, you know, uh, so Michelle took her and, and again, I think you handled it really well. So, okay, uh, next time let's just wait. Okay. We don't interrupt dad while he's preaching. Um, but same thing, like I got some, I, I got some, uh, uh, you know, some conversations with folks in the church afterwards and they said, you know, I handled that really well. And it was really a sweet moment for them where, you know, I mean, I had a lot of things going through my mind, like, um, why are you here? What's going on? And, 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 you know, in the end it was just my daughter. So, and she didn't realize, you know, I don't, I don't think what she was doing that she was interrupting a message or whatever. She was just bringing me her offering. She wanted to put it in the offering plate. So pretty, pretty sweet story. Well, well done. I'll, I'll give you some encouragement on that one as well. Well done. <laughs> but, but kidding aside, it happens. And if it hasn't happened to you as a dad, especially if you've got some little ones, uh, I hate to tell you, but it's coming. Uh, and it's a great opportunity for you to model calm, firm, yet loving discipline right in front of your folks. It's a great, if you will, an illustration, even if you're not preaching on parenting, it's a great opportunity to really model that for your folks. But it also brings up a great reminder that we're pastors. Yep. And, you know, Kyle, of course, tries not to be a dad or a husband as he <laughs> preaches, but the rest of us that actually love our families aim to be husbands and fathers first. And, uh, and so I'm, I don't know why I'm even asking you this, but what are some ways that you emphasize the balance of being a husband, being a father first and foremost, and then a, you know, a pastor with your, you know, your calling in the church in, in the home and in ministry, what are some ways you, uh, you emphasize that? Yeah. You know, believe it or not, my wife and I were talking about this last night. Um, we we did a back to school bash and um, she was visiting with one of the ladies in our church who had just been a teacher whose husband is in, uh, in the Air Force. And and they were just kind of talking about life in general and the way that, you know, when when her husband comes home from the base, like he's done. He checks out. He's able to check out from work. And and Michelle was explaining how, you know, sometimes in ministry, we, we don't we don't get to check out like that. I mean, you, you know work follows us home sometimes. Um, but for, for me, like I, I'm, I'm pretty, um, diligent to guard my Fridays, which are my day off, um, as a family day. And sometimes, I mean, a lot of times it's just us hanging around the house. Um, but, but it shows my kids and, and Michelle that ministry is not gonna, not gonna take their place in, in my life. Um, you know, so so that's one of the ways that we model that that I'm a I'm a husband and I'm a dad first, and I I I fail in that so many ways. But but one of the things that I try to be consistent in as often as possible is is Fridays are protected. Um, how about you guys? 
And, and ours is the exact same, except, you know, we've shared here uh, that, uh, you know, the girls are out of school on Mondays. Of course, yeah. you know, your kids are out of school every day yeah, uh, right. as really uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, but no, they're, they're off of school on, on Mondays. And so while that is like the least favorite day for me to have off, uh, it's, it's the day that makes the most sense for me to take off. And, and I do the same thing, you know, and, and we kind of have a, you know, an unwritten rule that even on that day, day off, you know, things can happen. You know, ministry can still, uh, you know, require to be taking over that that day at, yeah, at times. Sure. And so what what kind of the unwritten rule is that second call or that second text? And so I generally will not reply uh, to the first call, the first text, the first email, that kind of thing. If it's important and they put something in the, you know, the text that I can you know, actually go off, you know, or, or, you know, know that this is something that really does require uh, a little bit of attention. I can do it because I realize that there are some things that cannot wait 24 yeah. hours. And then there are some that absolutely can wait 24 hours or even a week. <laughs> and yeah, so, right. you know, it's just somebody wanted to, you know, to visit. Uh, and that's great. And there's times for that, but I want them to know that they are, they're coming first. And, and so I'm going to guard that time. And so often I'll put the phone on airplane mode and then, uh, you know, kind of like a, you know, a, a good member of an office, you know, I'll, I'll go yeah. and check it in the bathroom. If, uh, <laughs> if I'm going up to go to the bathroom or whatever, I'll turn it on, on the way in and see if my phone blows up or, or something that something I need to deal with. Uh, but like today we're recording this on Monday and, uh, we got them up and got them dressed and we drove to Roswell. It's about yeah, an hour and a half from, aliens. Uh, from us. Yeah. And, uh, and I kept praying, man, that an alien would abduct Gracie, uh, because I didn't think she was, <laughs> ever going to finish those sentences that we had her do. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we did that and, and, you know, we made it in a sense kind of ministry too, cause there's a pastor there and, and we met up, uh, with Aaron, uh, at first, um, Roswell and, uh, he met us for lunch. We ate a burger together and he just wanted to bless my kids. So we bought them Cokes and, uh, you know, sweets and all that kind of stuff. And so they thought this guy hung the moon. Just Sh sugared him up right before yeah, your drive back home. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. And I, call here. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you, brother. He, he, he told me like, he started talking about, man, you need to do this, this, this with the podcast. I was like, brother, we've already done it. <laughs> you don't listen to him. And so he doesn't listen to podcasts. So he's not oh, listening okay. to this, but, uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, our encouragement, uh, with this episode in, you know, we haven't gotten into the nitty gritty here, but whatever you do, don't sacrifice your family on the altar of ministry. Ministry is important. Uh, your family is importanter. Uh, I can't use that word on Lifeway Pastors, but I'll totally use it here uh, nice because plug. I'm reminded, <laughs> nice plug, yeah, your, your legacy ain't going to be in the churches that you right. lead. You know, 50 years from now, you know, what you did at First Alamo, you know, there there's going to be things that matter in eternity because of it, but people aren't going to remember this and that that you did. Same thing here with Mayhill, but 50 years from now, how I led my family, how I led my girls, all of that, uh, that's going to be my legacy. 
And uh, we, we need to raise our children well, lead our wives well, because after all, the Bible tells us to, you know, it tells us to train them up. And uh, so that's our calling. And uh, we're going to wrap this up. We want to keep this short. We've had some kind of long ones recently, and uh, we we don't want to spend too much of your time today, but we thank you for listening. And uh, we thank you uh, for those of you that have subscribed. We also ask you to throw down a five-star review so we can keep these coming and encourage you to visit www.notanotherbaptistpodcast.com or visit us on Facebook at Not Another Baptist podcast or on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast. Send us out, KB. Until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. Until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. See, I mocked you. (laughs) That's right. There you go. I'm going to have to go write a hundred sentences. Have a wonderful day, everybody. God bless. Thank you for listening. We'll see you soon.